This episode is brought to you by Create and Curate, the art of conscious manifestation. This is the ultimate manifestation course where you learn everything you need to know about how to manifest and create your dream reality. This is a course, group coaching hybrid, so you get full support, group coaching through all of your manifestations, all of your goals, help move through your blocks, help get aligned, and help learn how to receive everything you have been asking for. There is no missing pieces. You will walk away feeling like you have learned and mastered the art of conscious manifestation. If you are interested in joining us, please send me a message on Facebook or Instagram at Karina Levon. I hope to see you there. You are the universe. You are that which created the universe, and you are everything in the universe. You are infinite consciousness having a human experience, and you get to have a life that is one of joy, peace, and abundance. My name is Karina, I am your host, and you are listening to Beyond Stardust. Welcome back to Beyond Stardust. So today I have a very special episode for you. It's actually a manifesting accelerator mini masterclass that I'm doing here on the podcast for you. So next week I start, I officially starts my manifestation program. It's a two month long coaching group coaching program with six weeks of modules of classes. So it's a course and a group coaching hybrid program. And in this course, I teach everything I've learned over the 17 years, 16 plus, 17 plus years of learning manifestation, basically reading every single book on manifestation I could get a hold of, testing these things in my life, hitting a lot of walls, um, making a lot of errors. And finally, discovering what I was missing and finally discovering what works and what doesn't work. So I've put everything that I've learned, everything that I've found to be successful for myself and for others into a course, including actual coaching. And I'm so proud of this course. This is a course I've been, that's been like in the making for two years and it's finally here. So we start next Monday. And if you this is something you're interested in, please reach out there. It's still open for enrollment and there is a payment plan available. But today's episode is going to be a little mini accelerator masterclass for that. So I'm going to teach you about manifesting and give you a little taste of what some of the some of the things is just a little taste, a little sample <laughs> of what I'm going to be teaching in the in the class starting next week. So today I really want to focus on what has been the missing pieces of manifestation for me. What I have found to be, you know, after all the books I've read, literally trying listening to and reading everything I could get my hands on from like Abraham Hicks. And um, obviously, I think I've watched the movie The Secret since it came out in 2006, probably like 25, 30 times maybe. I mean, I just thought, well, if I watch this again and again and again, and I own the book, and I own The Power, which is a great book, by the way. Um, those are Rhonda Burns books. I own all her books. Um, and I thought to myself, if I watch this over and over and over again, I'll finally understand whatever it is I'm missing because although I was manifestation worked and I had proved to, proven to myself that manifestation worked, there still felt like there was something missing because I wasn't manifesting all the money. The relationships I were manifesting were still toxic. Um, yeah, my manifestations would come true. I was vacations, trips from out of nowhere seemed to be like the thing that I was really good at manifesting. And Although I was good at manifesting those, there would always be like something that would go wrong. They wouldn't actually like be what I thought they would be. And so I really thought that there was something missing. And, and, and on top of that, I thought that I was broken because 
I'm not a, oh my God, high vibes, let's think positive, love and light. Like that's just not who I am naturally. I'm a very calm, um, I can be that way. I can't, if I get, if I'm really excited in the moment about something, I can be that way. I can start talking really fast and getting really excited about it. Um, but my main state, and it's not a negative state, it's just this calm, peaceful state these days. And it's very grounded. It's a very grounded energy. Um, and I just thought, but back then I was in a negative state, but even just when I'm happy, it's still a more like, when I'm happy, it's still more relaxed, peaceful, calm, happy than that super high. Oh my God. So I thought something was broken because I thought you had to be one of those super high vibe people. And now I know that high vibe isn't what I thought it was. So I discovered that I'm not broken. I discovered that my main state was based on a lot of um, ways that I've been taught to ignore emotions and trauma and programming and things I've been conditioning to believe. And I discovered what it really feels like to be in high vibe, quote unquote high vibe, to be in that positive energy, to have your positive, to have your main state be that positive energy. And it's this anchoring in of trust and bliss more so than like high energy excitement for me. Anyway, so I was going down this path of like trying to find the missing piece and thinking like, well, if I just read another book, if I just find another thing, I'll find the missing piece. Then, you know, there has to be something missing. This went on for a very long time, (laughs) very long time. So in this course, I'm pouring everything, 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 everything. I, for me, I wish that this course had existed back when I was in the middle of all the searching because I feel like it would have been the last course that I would have needed. So right now, I just want to share a few things. First of all, if you hadn't been already listened to episode season one, episode two, I believe it is, where I share the seven steps to manifestation. So as I was learning... Well, actually, after, as I was putting things into practice and solidifying a method that actually works and works consistently and is foolproof and doesn't have any missing pieces, I ended up putting together it as a seven-step process because that's the way that my brain learns best, and so that's how, I'm, that's how I share it. So that I created that seven-step process, which is basically probably if somebody – if somebody's teaching a complete system of manifestation, it's it's maybe structured differently, but it includes every single thing that you need to know about manifestation. It really does. The tools may be different, the methods may be different, but the steps in the process of, of consistently and consciously manifesting your reality are the same because that is what you need to manifest. You need these seven things in order to manifest. Well, actually six of them. One of them is kind of a bonus step. So go back and listen to episode 1.1, I mean um, 1.2, so that's season, season 1, episode 2, in order to get the seven steps of manifestation, have them broken down a little bit. But let me just tell you them real quick. So the seven steps of manifestation are, one, to decide what you, what you want to manifest. You can't, you can get somewhere you can just allow in things, which is perfectly fine. But if you want to manifest, consciously manifest and intentionally manifest specific things, you have to know what that specific thing is, right? If you're going to go somewhere using your GPS, you have to plug something into your GPS. Think of it that way. So decide. Step two is declare. And that's kind of the bonus step because it's actually goes hand in hand with step one, decide. Once you decide it's already been the like, it's already been created in the, in the unseen. So I want to just emphasize, you don't actually have to then go and like tell the universe, I want this, please. Because as soon as you've decided that it's what you want, it's already out there as a creation. Your job is to just bring it into the 3D or allow it to come into the 3D. When I say 3D, I mean the, just this physical reality. So 
Um, but I put in step two declare because this is where, you know, you would use these whatever tools you choose to use in order to um, solidify the manifestation process for yourself. So this is where you go and do your vision board or do your scripting or do your list, your exhaustive list and categories that that I'm not sure if I mentioned in another episode, but it's just um, it's just creating categories of your desires. So like money, love, happy uh, money, love, health, etc. I go into this deeper in some of the other places I've talked about this, and then just basically making an exhaustive list of every single thing you desire under that category, small to big. So this is where you go and like do whatever, use whatever manifesting tool or practice that resonates for you. And this is really important. I know I've said it a million times, but it's worth repeating again and again and again and again. And there's so many tools and methods out there, and I definitely will be teaching some of the most effective ones in this course. But I want to say this. It's really not about the tool you use. It's about making sure that it's something that works with you, something that feels good to you, something that is aligned to you. One thing that may be aligned to one person to do may not work for another person. I find that vision boards are pretty good across across the board. <laughs> um are pretty good across the board. But you know, maybe maybe actually sitting there in your journal and scripting out a long script of your desire might seem like a chore or might seem not fun to you. And as soon as it starts feeling like a chore, as soon as it start fe- starts feeling like okay, I'll do it, but do I have to? It's not really going to be as effective. So find some, find a tool, choose a tool that is that feels fun or that feels like a good, powerful ritual or that feels um, magical, that feels exciting, that feels like play, that feels, that brings up that, that, that powerful energy in you. It's not like it's boring or more or like tedious that's not going to be a good tool. So that there's a million tools out there. Vision boards are popular f- for a very good reason. S- journal scripting is one of my favorites and most effective. Really something, find something that really activates your imagination, that activates the feelings of having it now. That's going to be where the power lies, okay? So that's step number two is the declare. And I just put that in there. So there was a step where you actually get in there and do the, um, find a method where you solidify your desire and get really clear about that desire and put it somewhere that you can go back and read or look at and get into that, those feelings of your desire whenever you need be, whenever it need be. So step number three is the cleanup process. And this I'll get into um, in a minute, but it's really about getting in there and clearing out any resistance, limiting beliefs, stuck emotions, etc. Step number four is get into alignment. So this is getting into the alignment with the thing that you desire. It's really about, about feeling as if you have it now, acting as if you have it now, speaking as if you have it now, etc., etc. Step number five is aligned action, which we'll get to in a minute, but it's what it sounds like. It's taking action, but taking action in alignment. Step number six is really trust and hold the faith. So as we know, or most of us know, with manifestation, the how is not your job, first of all. The how is not your job. Your job is to determine what you desire and to get aligned with the end result. The in-between is not your job. So you have to trust and hold the faith that if you you get into alignment and take alignment action, if you do your part in the seven-step process, that the rest will unfold. So that's um, trust and hold the faith. And then step number seven is receive. So in today's little mini manifesting um, master class, podcast episode. (laughs) 
I really want to dive into the missing pieces because I've already spoken about the seven steps to manifestation. I've done a few episodes on manifestation. I have a master class that I did in my group where I got into really, really into depth in a lot of this. And so for this particular, particular little class, I want to dive deeper into the missing pieces because this is where in my life I was really hitting my head against a wall. This is where I was really running into roadblocks in my manifestation. And of course, in the in my course, I coach you through these. We go deeper into the tools. We go through tools together. We get really a lot deeper than I can get in, in you know, an hour episode or whatever. But with this class, I hope you walk away feeling that you can at least start to see in your manifestation process, um, process where maybe you may have been missing something or why your manifestations may have not been consistent or worked out the way that you had hoped they would. And I will give some examples from my life to better understand them. So again, if you're new to manifestation and you're hearing this, go back and listen to episode season one, episode two on the seven steps to manifestation. And then there's another one Season one, episode three, Manifesting a Deeper Dive. And listen to season one, I don't even know what episode number it is, but the one that's the key three, the key foundation practices to change all areas of your life. So listen to those because in the one about the seven steps, I go over the seven steps in a little more detail than I just did here. And then I go deeper into what manifestation means to me and the way that I teach manifestation. And then in the key three, you know, it's really about going back to the basics and the importance of, and I'll just tell you those three things, the importance of gratitude, meditation, and visualization, which we'll talk about in a minute here. So manifestation is a gift that we have as humans because we have a mind that is able to create using imagination. So creative power flows through us at all times. And the way that I have the example that I've used before is I have used the example or the vi- or the visual of like a computer And so if we're the computer, so all information, all energy, power, et cetera, is flowing through us as the computer. And then us being the computer have these programs, software installed in us, let's say, that then turns the infinite information, infinite power into an image on the screen. And the screen would be the 3D world that we're witnessing. So we can change our reality by changing the programming that we are holding through which this infinite power and infinite information is flowing through. So that's one way of looking at it. On top of that, we have a powerful mind that can, that can use imagination to create an image where we can actually project a future occurrence into our onto our screen. I don't know if that makes sense. So basically, not only do we have all this coming through with our programming, but then we can actually direct creation into a direction that we desire using our imagination, but it also is going to reflect whatever programming we have. I hope that metaphor makes sense to you guys. <laughs> okay, so... These are what I have found to be the missing pieces. So step one is to decide. We know we need to decide what we want, right? Okay. Step two is declare. This is where we can utilize our tool, get really clear about what we want, paint a paint a picture of it, script it out. So step number three has been what I found to be the, was for me, really a missing piece. And it was really about the fact that although my manifestations were coming true, Although I became really good at manifesting, not only were they were they not only was I manifesting my intention or my you know what I would script out or what I would say I wanted, but it was also reflecting my programming, my subconscious programming, my inner programming including 
beliefs I had taken on from a very young age about money, the availability of money and how much money I could, um, how much money I could actually personally earn and how easily money came to me. It included programming about my worth and included programming about what I deserved as far as love and relationships. It included program all kinds of programming. And of course, there's good programming too. Not all programming's bad. We take on beliefs that, you know, some of us take on beliefs that money comes easily. Some of us take on beliefs, good beliefs about ourselves. So it's a mixture of things. And it's not, nobody takes on this programming intentionally. It's something that we take on because when we are at the age zero to seven, our brains basically are like sponges and they absorb what's around, what's around us like a sponge. So we pick up on what, what, you know, what the adults are saying, what the adults are feeling and what the adults are telling us messages that, that many of, sometimes, you know, there are situations where adults can be not very nice, but a lot of the times also they don't intend to send this messaging just by saying, you know what? that lollipop you wanted is too expensive, could be sending us, creating some sort of programming that was never intended to be negative, but that makes us think, wow, I don't deserve to have the things I want, you know? So it's in, so the cleanup process was something that I, that I, while I was on a spiritual journey, while I was on a self-improvement journey, while I was on a healing journey, I really didn't understand the level to which I was creating from my programming. I understand, I always thought like, oh yeah, I have money blocks. How do I clear these money blocks? But I wasn't understanding the, the deeper important work that I, the deeper important inner work that I needed to do beyond just shifting my thoughts and feelings and using my willpower and using my conscious mind to try to shift my thoughts and feelings. So there's a lot of teaching from like the secret Abraham Hicks of just, just be, just allow, get into the vortex, think positive, um, Oh, you know, there's this image, I think it was from The Secret of a scale, you know, once you tip the scale, if you just think positive enough, if you just, if you just, you know, monitor your feelings 24-7, eventually the scale will tip. And this is true to a degree, but, but um, I'll get back deeper into that in a minute. If you just think positive, the tail, the... The scale will tip and then the neg- negativity won't even be there anymore. And while that's true to agree to a t- while that's true to a degree, the truth of the matter is that we can only be aware of our thoughts and feelings for so much through the day. A lot of it is just automatic response that we're not even aware of. We're going through our day and we can't you can develop more of a fine-tuned awareness, which you know I've spoken about before, I'm sure. But Ultimately, a lot of what's happening is just replaying and we're not aware of it. So, I mean, we can't, we can't be aware of every single thought that pops through our brain. And a thought is, triggers emotions. We can't always be aware of every single subtle emotion. Maybe the big ones, yes, but the subtle emotions that we're having. So we can't actually be in control and monitor every single thing that's happening. So the way, what needs to be done which is left out, is to heal what's going on on that deeper subconscious level that's causing those those reactions, that's causing those thoughts, that's causing those emotions. So that way, um, thinking positively or even just being at, peace, being at peace becomes our main state. So that way, feeling the good things becomes our main state instead of having our main state be this negativity, which is what I was struggling with for most of, you know, for most of my life. So this cleanup process became really important and really transformational for me. Now, I when I'd say, you know, I'm by I'm by no means like a millionaire and sure one day I do would like to have that kind of money, but I'm by no means a millionaire and by no means like frolicking around in fields of daisies with like my dream partner and all this stuff. But honestly and genuinely and with no exaggeration, my main state on a day-to-day basis is of joy, of bliss, of peace. I am just so, I live in a state of so much gratitude and so much joy and so much magic and so much peace and I wish this upon everyone. So, yes, the cleanup process completely changed my life and 
as far as like those other things that I mentioned, as far as manifesting, you know, not everybody's man, not everybody desires. When you start get, tuning into what you truly desire from your heart, from your soul, while those may be things that eventually you want to get to, some you realize that what people think you should want, everybody should want to be in the perfect relationship, everybody should want to be a multi-bazillionaire, everybody should want this, ends up not being so true. Yes, money, I believe, having abundance to everything we 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 need for to live our best lives is our birthright and i'm all for manifesting wealth uh, and i'm all for manifesting you know i have nothing against manifesting material things that we desire and i'm all for manifesting love and relationships but that may that might not be your main priority at the moment i know that for me at the moment building something for myself, which is what I'm doing through this podcast, which is what I'm doing through this business has been really, really valuable and important and a huge desire on my heart because all my life I've relied on other people to make, to make me feel safe. I've relied on other people to, you know, provide for me. I've relied on, on men and I've relied on, um, falling back on my family. And it's really important for me. My biggest heart desire is to become my own source my biggest heart desire is to is to come home to my own power and so this is what I've been creating and manifesting for myself and it's been so amazing I mean this podcast it may not seem like that big deal from the outside podcasts are really trendy right now but this is something I've wanted to do since 2019 and now and I said I remember telling my coworkers like I'm gonna have a podcast and they're because we used to listen to podcasts in the office all the time. And they were like, okay. I mean, I don't know if they believe me or not, but here I am with my podcast. So, anyways, I'm absolutely freaking thrilled. My point is, is that you're allowed to desire whatever you want to desire. And when you live from a place, when you do the cleanup process and you start living from a place of of allowing in that joy, love, freedom, peace. First of all, manifestation becomes so much easier, but also it starts reflecting what you actually do desire. And you get to have it all. You get to have it all. You get to have the money. You get to have the love. You get to have the career. You get to have the not career, stay-at-home wife or stay-at-home husband or stay-at-home whatever. You get to have whatever you want. Um, And it's all just really beautiful, whatever you decide. And there's no wrong choices either. All paths lead home. All paths lead home. So the cleanup process, super transformational in my life. This cleanup process includes emotional intelligence. So learning how to um, feel through our emotions in order to heal. Learning how to be able to hold emotions because as a human, you're going to feel all the ranges of emotions there's not like a place where all of a sudden you have no bad emotions. Some people might say there is, but it's part of the human experience to feel every single emotion. But being able to hold that emotion, let it pass quickly, and see the beauty in it becomes a whole different level of living. It comes an adventure and an adventure and a beautiful way of looking at life. And this includes, the cleanup process includes shifting the programming, which which means like shifting our beliefs and stuff, um, and creating a different emotional state. Like I said, my old emotional state used to be one of like stress, depression, worry, definitely unregulated nervous system. And now I feel just expanded. I feel peaceful. I feel blissful. I live in a state of of gratitude. I'm sure I have some like bad moments, but they pass quickly and I just see them through a completely different lens. So there are many tools, again, back to the different methods. There are many tools to use for the cleanup process. Find those that work for you. For me, EFT tapping has been very effective. Journaling has been very effective. Meditating has been very effective. Using gratitude. Gratitude is really like you can't be in the feelings of gratitude and feeling miserable at the same time. If you're feeling gratitude, you're way high up on the emotional like ladder. And so gratitude has been a super effective method for me. Um, 
in reprogramming my emotional state. But again, the de- the diving deep and feeling the feelings that you've stuck down in order to move them out, the diving deep and getting to the bottom of why certain things are triggering you, why certain beliefs you why certain beliefs have been held on to for so long, what kind of programming you actually have going on that is causing a certain reality to unfold is going to be life changing. Also, doing this, you start to develop a really fine-tuned self-awareness where you can catch yourself in the middle of a reaction or before a reaction, an automatic emotional reaction or automatic programming reaction, and then you can get curious about it. Hmm, why was I going to react about this? Get, take it to your journal and again, move through it. And you will start to shift the way that you show up in the world, the way that you react to things, and what you're manifesting in the world. So I'd like to share a way to get this cleanup process going for you. So I want you to journal, do, take, do a journaling session, and I want you to write on your desire. And then I want you to journal out any resistance or fear or thoughts that come in um, that show resistance again from your desire. So if a fear comes in, start journaling on that fear. If like, if you're starting to journal out, I want, I want to, you know, I want to earn a million dollars maybe. And then it's like, you start feeling guilt around wanting that or shame around wanting like material thing or money. Start journaling on that guilt or shame. Notice when you talk or write about your desire, any negative feeling or belief or thought that comes up around it and journal on that. And keep going deep and diving deeper on this until you really feel like you get to the root of this. Ask yourself what else is going on when you think that you've gotten there. And see if you can go any deeper. Mind dump and keep going deeper until nothing, until you just get to neutral. Until no other like negative thoughts or feelings or belief comes up. So I have some questions that you can use to do this. Question number one you can ask in your journal, journal on is why don't I have blank yet? And when I say blank, that's where your desire goes. Okay. Why don't I have blank yet? What do I truly believe about having blank? Where am I holding resistance to blank? Where have I been told or shown that I can't have blank in the past? So you can customize the questions to your, whatever it is that is going on, but those are, you you can fill in the blank with why don't I have a loving partner yet? Why don't I have um, the career I've been desiring yet. Why don't I have the, this X amount of money yet? What do I truly believe about having a partner, a, a romantic partner, um, the money, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And, and then afterwards, so get those out, see what comes up. And then I always, whenever I'm doing something where I dive deep into like maybe negative emotions or, or negative beliefs or negative programming, I always like to close it off with having some sort of positive writing session. Um, it just, you know, I feel, it feels better to close it off on a positive note than on a negative note. So then I'll go in and maybe do some scripting about my desire. Like what if I could have a million dollars? What if I did have a loving partner? Or do some gratitude. I'm so grateful that I have learned so much about what I don't want in a partner that now I can open myself up to a loving partner or whatever. You know, those are just examples. So gratitude's a great way to close things off with some, um, with some on a positive note or scripting your future desire, playing the what if game. Also, I just want to add in a quick note that when sometimes when I'm doing some deep emotional release, I like to get up and move my body to help move that energy to go for a walk, maybe jump on a, I have a rebounder, jump on a rebounder, do something to get that, that energy physically moved out of my body. That has really helped me as well. Okay. So the second thing that I have found to be a missing piece in the manifestation process is that is aligned action. So I've heard a lot of people condemn, condemn, maybe that's a little bit of a strong word, but I've heard a lot of people speak illy, negatively of the law of attraction, the secret, the whole manifestation idea principle, um, because they're like, well, 
There has to be action. You have to do something. I don't know. I don't know if there's a conception that manifestation is just like lean back and things drop into your life is completely feminine energy. If people think of it as a completely feminine energy thing, the truth of the matter is, is that everything in life is a manifestation. Everything in life is a manifestation. I say this a million times and I'll say it a million times. Manifesting, manifestation. If you look up the definition of manifestation, you will see that manifestation basically just means that something is manifest in rea- into reality, meaning something ha- exists. Something exists. Now, so people talk about like emotions manifesting, although it's not a tangible thing that you can see, touch, feel. It's still a, it's still it still exists. You can feel it. I mean, inside. But you know what I mean, like like with the with the five senses is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> anyway, manifest just means that it's here, that it exists, that it has come into existence. So everything that has come into an exi- existence is a manifestation. Okay, I want that to be very clear, because whether you get up. Go work your butt off, bring home whatever amount of money from getting up, working hard, going out, applying to jobs, doing th- doing whatever, and you get that thing is no less of a manifestation than you saying, I'm going to get this money, and then all of a sudden you win like a, something off a scratcher ticket. One is not more of a manifestation than the other, okay? So I... A lot of the manifestation I've seen, and I hear this as a criticism, as I said before, is just like, oh, you just think think positively, tell the universe you want something, and then it drops into your lap, and you don't have to do anything. Okay, here's the beauty about conscious manifestation and the way that I teach it and the way that manifestation gets to work for you if you open yourself up to this. That is... That while they, some things are going to take action, the action gets to be in the energy of play, gets to be in the energy of fun, gets to be in the energy of bliss, gets to be in the energy of, of fulfillment, gets to be in all of those energies instead of feeling burnt out, instead of feeling like it's a constant chore instead of feeling like it's tedious instead of feeling like it's the hardest thing ever things may be challenging the inner work can be challenging for sure things may be challenging but challenging in a fulfilling way okay sometimes the inner work's not fun the inner work can be really challenging but in the end it's very fulfilling so action is going to be needed. Not every single time. There are things, are times. I just manifested. It was funny. I was uh, I was teaching a manifestation class and I manifested money out of the blue from a form I filled out way back before even I think the pandemic started in the very very beginning of 2020 um for some for some class action settlement. I don't even know why I filled out the form, but I remember doing it. And then all of a sudden, just the other day, I got a email from or a yeah notification from the law firm that that's holding it, and I was like, "You're getting this much money in your PayPal." And I did check; it's not a scam. It, I remember filling out before, so it's like that. Things like that can happen. Yeah, you can win ten thousand dollars off of a scratcher or whatever scratchers you know whatever their big payout on scratchers are. Those things can happen, and they get to happen when you're aligned to them. Um, but also sometimes it's going to happen through practical action. So the reason I'm telling you this is because aligned action is a very important part of the manifestation process. And aligned action can look like an intuitive nudge that maybe you don't understand why you're having that intuitive nudge, but you know that like you're getting this intuitive nudge to do something. So I have a good example from my own life and that is I got back, I needed a new job and um, like ASAP and I knew that I, I knew that I was very 
picky about what I needed in my job at that time in my life. And I needed the ability to be able to work from home. This is pre-pandemic, so work from home wasn't like as common. I needed the ability to work from home um, to be able to take work home if I needed to. I need the ability to, um, work from out of state in case something happened to my grandparents. I needed the ability to take multiple weeks off at a time. Again, I, with the option to bring my computer and do some work from, from out of home, but this was when my grandparents, there was the risk of them becoming sick and I needed, anyways, not part of, not important. And I needed... There was like a whole list of things that I needed. And <laughs> I I was at a point in my life where I wasn't wanting to work for the sake of working. I, I needed to earn money, but I needed whatever job that I took on to have some sort of other benefit besides just a paycheck. So that was another one of my requirements for myself. Anyway, I got I, I needed a job and I ended up getting this intuitive nudge to go visit a buddy of mine who... Um, had a he's a contractor and had an office down the street from me and I went down there and I chatted with him and I told him my situation not even really asking if he knew anyone just kind of chatting and he's like oh my gosh my buddy is you know who owns a chain of grocery stores needs an executive assistant and yep I think you'd be perfect like the next day we all had lunch met up with his buddy we all had lunch and he's like yeah you're hired here's the business Amex, (laughs) like, see you in the office on Monday. So random. I gave him all my things like, yeah, I'm looking for this and this and this. Like, totally anything you like, yeah, that's all fine. Um, here's, he even like hand me the business Amex. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well then, I guess I have a job. So, and it ended up being, you know, beneficial in the sense that I got to help, um, I got to learn a lot about, because uh, he was building a new a new grocery store, and so or two new grocery stores, and so I got to learn a lot about the design, a lot about um, project management, a lot about the whole process in building a retail space, and I, I had a lot of fun, and I started thinking maybe, anyways, that's not important for this podcast episode, but it ended up being really a lot of fun, and um, I was just... It goes to show that had I not, I followed my intuitive nudge to go talk to my friend, my buddy, and it ended up leading to this like immediate job. And that's happened to me a lot, especially in the area of getting jobs. Like there's not very often I've actually just like applied for a job. It's usually through some sort of random situation (laughs) like that where it's like, where it just works out perfectly. Anyway. So that's aligned action. Follow your intuitive nudge. You never know. You're not. You never know what it's going to lead to until you look back on it. A lot of the times, the dots don't connect until you look back. And also, take action. Take action as if your desire were already fulfilled. Okay. So, if you had this thing that you're asking for, if you had that dream partner, for instance. What next, what actions would you be taking? If you had that money, what actions would you be taking? Would you be investing? Are you investing? Are you able to invest now? Even if you just invest a tiny, tiny amount. That's one of the actions that I, that I took when trying to manifest money is like, well, I would definitely be putting money in my savings, which I'm not doing now. And I would definitely be investing so I started investing, even though it's like the tiniest piddly amount and putting money in my savings because that's what I would be doing, right? So find things like that. What can you do now that are aligned with what you would be doing if you already had your desire? That's aligned action. And aligned action will never be like, well, I could do this. It's never from the how. Okay, well, I could get here from doing this and this and this. It's not the most fun way, but it's one path to get there. No, that is our human mind limiting ourselves. If you listen to the last episode with my interview with David Farmer, you'll know that. Our human mind is very limited. That's And the how limits, limits us when there's infinite possibilities out there. And when you allow your manifestation to come in with 
within all one of those fields of infinite possibilities, it'll come in in the quickest, most aligned, best feeling way. So don't worry about planning out the how. Don't worry about the how. Just worry about following your intuition and taking action that feels good. Now, this is a great place to say resistance based on programming and beliefs about yourself or about what you're, what's available to you is not the same as not being in alignment. Okay, actually, let's rewind. That is... If you have those beliefs, you're not in alignment, but it's not the same as not, as, as not having aligned action. Let me, let me clarify that because I, I think I kind of confused everyone, including myself, for a second there. What I'm trying to say <laughs> is that sometimes you may get an intuitive nudge or may think that there's something aligned that you should do, but then a fear will come up or a belief of I'm not worthy or I could never do that. That's just resistance from programming that's not true. So then you can go back to step three, clear out that resistance, and then take that aligned action or act anyway. Act anyway. I know that when I started my business, one of the manifestations I was calling in, again, like I said, being being my own source, being my own source, not having to rely on other people anymore for 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 my you know, for my own survival. <laughs> um when I started this business, I was terrified. There was all kinds of limiting beliefs, all kinds of resistance, all kinds of fear coming up. But I knew that it's what I wanted. And even though it, at times it, there was some things I had to do that felt I felt that resistance to because of those limiting beliefs, it was still aligned action because it still felt exciting, expansive. I knew it was getting me closer to where I wanted where I wanted to be and it was guided by my intuition. So don't confuse resistance that's based on limiting beliefs that you get to clear out for it not being aligned is basically the point I was trying to get there. Okay. So one of the ways again, you know, I love journaling. So after scripting out or reflecting on what your desire is, ask your journal, your journal and your journal, go to your journal and ask yourself this question. What is the next aligned action I can take? What aligned action can I take right now? What would the person that I, what would the person who had blank, put your desire in the blank, be doing? What would the person who has blank be saying what would the person who has blank what would their day-to-day look like journal on those questions and see what comes up for aligned action okay and then the third quote-unquote missing piece is the receiving and that I say this all the time like oh yeah that's one of the missing pieces and I'll tell you why I consider a missing piece because you may a lot of people say you know the receiving is obvious. The thing comes and you receive it, right? Receiving is passive. Receiving is obvious. But we have such... There's a, few, there's a few layers here. One, we have such a strong grip on trying to control our lives, on trying to control the outcome, on trying to control the way something comes in, on trying to control, basically control that we're not leaning back and allowing the receiving that this is where the feminine energy the feminine leaning back the feminine allowing the feminine trusting that even if something doesn't drop in the exact way that you expected it to it's going to come in in the way that's best that's for the best and the highest good for you and everyone involved so relinquishing that control relinquishing that need to control the how, control exactly what it looks like. When you get really clear on what you want at the beginning, um, make sure that you include everything that you want and then allow the rest to be filled in by infinite creative source energy. And it may look different than you expected, but again, it'll always be in the best way and what you're most aligned to too. And if it doesn't, if you get receive something and it's not quite what you expected or what you wanted, then you get to fine tune, then you get to say, okay, beautiful. So you may 
for instance, say that you desire... So you may, for instance, say that you desire $10,000 and you're thinking, I want $10,000 through my business or through my work or through my career or whatever. And then you end up getting $10,000 a month through some sort of inheritance or you end up or you end up winning something that would be equivalent to the $10,000 a month, like a free vacation or something. Well, you get to, first of all, this goes, this is, goes with the receiving. First of all, always, always celebrate and try to recognize when you've manifested something. A lot of the times, for me at least, manifestations, when I look back on it, I see that I've manifested what I asked, but because it didn't look exactly like I expected it to, I many times have have kind of missed the manifestation. So recognize where you actually are manifesting something. If you are manifesting $5,000 and then you go and buy a car and they knock $5,000 off the price, that's you've manifested that $5,000. And then next time, if you want, you can get a little more, fi- can fine tune it a little bit more and say that you want $5,000 cash that you can then go and use you know, for whatever reason you feel like you want that $5,000 cash. So you get to fine tune things if they don't come in exactly how you want. But learning to receive also means recognizing that you've received and what you've received. An example for me that I want to share is that one time, well, in 2013 through 2018 was kind of my dark night of the soul, which I believe I may have talked about before on here. I lost everything. I was involved with a super toxic person. Um, and I lost my apartment. I lost, I, I was having trouble. I lost my jobs. I lost my car. I lost everything, everything. It was bad. Anyway, I was manifesting a new place for me, for myself to live. And I had wrote on my manifestation that I wanted a, cute homey feeling like apartment that allows in lots of sunlight and that was an important part big windows lots of sunlight a patio area with some nature and garden trees that I could look at and have my tea outside on this patio I was requesting a comfortable bathtub because I love taking baths and then I was and then for my manifestation, I wanted a nice, comfortable space, you know, my own space room where I could have my clothes and my things and comfortable bed, a nice, big, comfortable bed to sleep on, to sleep in. And just my main thing was the sunlight and having nature around so I could, and having that space where I could sit outside and have my tea in the bathtub. So those were the things that I wrote on my manifestation. Oh, and I wanted a pool, access to a pool. So some things that happened and I had lived, I had got a few living situations that didn't work out, um, some uncomfortable living situations. And I had somebody, a customer at the bar I was bartending at, she was saying how she needed a roommate, was telling me about it if I knew anyone. And I was like, actually, I might be interested. And I went and looked at it and it was so comfortable. She had two little kittens, cats. And I love animals, and especially cats. I love when they, like, cuddle at your feet at night. Anyway, so, and this was supposed to be just, like, a temporary situation until I could get a better situation. I ended up moving in there and living there for four years. And it was funny because I was happy there. I was very happy there. And it it took a little while for me to realize that I had actually manifest exactly what I had written as my manifestation. Now, in my mind, when I was creating the manifestation, I had envisioned it be somewhere that I lived with maybe like a romantic partner because I was still um, in a place where I felt that I needed somebody to complete me, which um, I've healed a lot of that now. But, um, and, and I definitely, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not like against having a romantic partner. That That is something that, I will be manifesting, but, but my point is, is that then I felt like I needed somebody to complete me. And so it was like one of those things I was gripping really tightly on like, okay, I'm going to have a partner. But anyway, 
So I had envisioned that I'd be living there with a, with a romantic partner or something, not a roommate. So when I got that apartment, it never even crossed my mind. But looking back on it, it was like, oh my gosh, I manifested exactly what I wanted. And this, I found, has happened a lot where it's not until going back and reading through some journal entries or reading my scripting and my manifestation, I'm like, wait, I manifested that. And so becoming more aware that like, of my manifestations and that I actually did manifest these things and how often they're working has helped me really anchor in the trust and faith um, of the manifestation process and has really deepened my receiving. Celebrating what you've received as part of the receiving process, acknowledging that you've received it, acknowledging that you've received your manifestation. Another thing I want to say about the receiving process is that Many of us don't even feel comfortable or worthy of receiving properly. And we can see this reflected in our everyday life. We can see this in the way that we accept or do not accept compliments. We can see this in the way that we react when somebody tries to open a door for us. We can see this in the way that we react when somebody even just like, People get uncomfortable when somebody wants to give them something for free and when they think that they're going to owe them something. So if somebody were to come to you and be like, here, I want to give you a hundred bucks. Would you like freak out and be like, why do you want to give me a hundred bucks? Like, no, I could never, or feel guilty about it. I could never know I can't take your money. Or would you be like, yeah, cool. Thanks. hundred bucks. Like, honestly, how would you react? Some of you may be fine with it, but other people might have some resistance to receiving. So getting really honest with yourself about that, about how you really, if you really are a good receiver and feel any, resistance towards receiving and start doing work on that start clearing that out going back to the cleanup process and cleaning out any resistance to receiving that you may have so i have some journaling questions for you for this receiving process that you can do and so i want you to journal i want you to every so often go in and journal on the things that you've manifested Start becoming really aware of how often you actually are manifesting your desires. And then ask yourself these following questions in your journal. Where do, I, where do I have trouble letting in support? Where do I feel bad receiving from others? What do I feel that I need to do on my own? And can I allow certain things to be done for me? And then of course, always, always, always celebrate your manifestations Always, always, always do a daily gratitude practice to acknowledge all the beautiful things in your life, all the areas where abundance is flowing in, all the areas where joy is flowing in, all the areas where peace is flowing in, and all the areas where love is flowing in. Because it's happening, whether you're aware of it or not, and the more and more you become aware of it, the more you allow in. So that's the little mini manifestation course. Definitely do those journal prompts. Go back and listen to any of those episodes that you have not listened to. And if you have gotten a ton of value from this, if this resonates with you, if you feel like you've, you've maybe learned a missing piece that you haven't been utilizing in your manifestation practice, and if you want to learn more, come join us and create and curate the manifestation program. We start next week on the 20th first I believe that's Monday the 21st and enrollment is still open um if you're catching this on the day it's released it's still going to be discounted on Wednesday but goes up Thursday so tomorrow or so Wednesday the day that this episode is released is the last day that it's at a discount price but if you heard this on the episode and on this episode if you've heard about the manifestation course on this episode and you're jumping in let me know that you came from the podcast and I'll give you a little free gift with your sign up there's payment plans available and um just dm me we can we can figure out a payment plan that works for you I I have a specific payment plan available but dm me if 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 you need to talk about arranging some other kind of payment plan we can talk so again we start next week jump in if you've been if you've already been thinking about this jump in now if you are just hearing about it come join us 
I don't know if I'll hold this, this live again. I might just make it evergreen. So this is a great opportunity to get now when it's um, a small and intimate group and when it's held live. I'm super excited about it and I would love to have some of you guys in. If you reach me on Facebook, I'm Karina Lavon on Facebook. I'm Karina Lavon on Instagram. You can find me those places. You can email me, Karina Lavon, C-O-R-I-N-A-L-A-V-O-N-N-E, that's V as in Victor, at gmail.com. I'll link below a way to get contact with me and we can chat. Okay, thank you so much. I hope that you got so much out of this and I'm really grateful to be able to share all of this knowledge and information with you guys. Happy manifesting and have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes released every Wednesday. Please rate five stars on your favorite podcast platform and share this podcast. If you would like to reach me about my coaching and mentoring programs, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Karina Levon. To be featured on this podcast or for other inquiries or feedback, please email me at beyondstardustpodcast.gmail.com. See you next week.